When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turn you on. We only talk, talk, talk when we're drunk and it's all played out. Why start now? It's a rush, a dangerous. Always get so all right. That jam you just listened to was uh, my buddy Jordan McGraw's new song. Hey, Jordan. Yeah, what's up? And it's I feel called like her. we're supposed to clap or something. We're clapping like on yes. the way in. Yes. And there's many people. <laughs> There's many people clapping because I have my resident DJ here at Box of Beats. Coach Mike, what up? What up, man? And we also have Tony Direx, who is uh, an influencer and videographer. And he works with me, right, Tony? Yes, sir. So Jordan's here. Now, was Jordan, you know, it's funny. Tony was looking at images of you <laughs> and your brother. Oh, God. And one of them, he was like, he's so hot. Yeah. Was it Jordan or was it Jay? I think it was definitely Jordan. Oh, it was Jordan? Yeah, I oh, think it was sure. Jordan. Yeah. I was I mean, like, I don't I was talk just shit like, about my brother, but you know. It was so random. I think we were watching Dr. Phil, and I was just like, oh my God. I'm like, who who's that? Yeah. Yeah, you see Dr. Phil because Jordan's the son of Dr. Phil. Yeah. And <laughs> he also has another brother, and they have amazing eyes. And Jordan, <laughs> you came off tour with the Jonas brothers. You've been in music a long time. I brought yeah. in Box of Beats because you also have a huge love for music. I'm a huge fan of his too. I said, I, I, my friend Fabian and I send your videos back and forth all day. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So this all worked out where we're going to be talking today about like love for music, her, maybe a song called him, which I'll get into <laughs> in a little while, but, uh, let's just talk a little bit. Jordan, you've been in music for how long? Um, it, it makes me feel old every time I say it now, but like I, I started late. I started at 15. So. Like 19 years. You've been in music for 19 years. Yeah. And when, when for both of you, I guess, what was the moment you were like, I want to do this for a career? Uh, for me, I, I, it was probably the first show I ever played. I hustled really hard and, and sold out the Roxy for my first show. And um, it just like seeing a room full of people just stoked about what you're doing is like the coolest thing in the world. And so... I didn't know how much hard work it was going to be at the time, but I was just like, yeah, this is, this is it. And what kind of music were you singing back then? It was like pop punk. It was terrible. It was, I still love pop punk. Not all pop punk is terrible, but that pop punk was terrible. It was bad. <laughs> yeah, we barely made it through a song. And then your music evolved a lot through the years, right? Oh yeah, I did everything. I, so I started with that. It was like shitty pop punk just because we could barely play our instruments. And then like somewhere along the line, it turned into heavy metal, not like the screaming kind, but like the still the jujudun And uh, I realized I hated that. And um, I had never sang before. And our singer was a little difficult. So I was like, fuck this. I can just, I'll do it. And uh, so I started another band. And at that time, were you like, my voice is great? No, my voice was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. I'm still insecure about my voice, but. I, I went and took singing lessons probably three hours a day, every day for probably two months just to like learn how it works and then just went for it. And then uh, I'm curious though, like, cause your dad, I know your parents well, right? Yeah. Dr. Phil and Robin McGraw. And like, did they give you any feedback on your music initially? You know, like we always look for our parents approval with things like I still do it today. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but like, I'll do something like I'm on Dr. Phil this Friday. Right. So then I'll like call my dad and mom. I'll be like, I'm on Dr. Phil like Friday, you know, like we feel good when our parents are. Proud. Yeah, totally. So like, I have to imagine you could have ended up as like the next in line yeah. of like becoming a psychologist. Easy. I never wanted to do that. Why do you think that is? I, I don't know. My brother was very on the like, 
um, kind of follow in the footsteps train. And I was always just like, like my least favorite question was like the hokey, like, so when's your book coming out? And I was like, <laughs> I hated that. I hated that. But uh, I don't know. It just never like, it, it never appealed to me. But my dad, is, it, he loves music. He can't clap on beat. He can barely play the radio. But um, <laughs> he always, he always, we always had music playing in the house. And so it was a big part of my life. And so it was kind of the obvious. Choice. And then when you start performing and then your dad, who's super famous, goes to your show. Uh, he, was, he was banned from the shows. You wouldn't let him come. Yeah, because he's six foot four, bald and has a mustache. Like, <laughs> it's not like he, he's not going to blend in. He's like, oh, wear a hat. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So now you're going to look like a thumb with a hat on. Like, you know, <laughs> but uh, he snuck it. He found ways to sneak in. And he is the most supportive person in the world to my music but i like later found out that when i first started a band he used to sit outside of the room and listen and as soon as we could like kind of get a song together then he came in and he was like hey i think you should uh look into booking a show so he like encouraged it once he knew i wouldn't embarrass do you still myself. call him when you're like excited about something like dad look what of i'm course. doing yeah yeah of course yeah. he's just my dad so how about you box of bees for me it was high school that was, I was bullied a lot in high school. I was like just over 300 pounds. And uh, so I used music. I learned how to beatbox as like establishing an alternative identity. And then I started getting good at it. So I started showing people and then um, eventually started doing like school events, going to school parties. And then, yeah. And then after that, I tried school and that didn't work out. Tried tech school. That didn't work out. I tried working three jobs. That really didn't fucking work out. <laughs> and then uh, I just started street performing for years and years and years. Like and a I, Third Street Promenade or? Third Street Promenade, Venice Boardwalk, Downtown Burbank, Hollywood Isn't that kind of awkward street performing? Like, I, I feel like you have to have huge, like, courage to go on the street <laughs> and just start performing. Like, it was and then funny, what neighborhood dude. are you in? Like, for example, it was so funny. I would be in, like, downtown Burbank. You know downtown Burbank. It's, like, yeah, AMC is a AMC 16, yeah. the big theater over there. And, <laughs> oh like, I'm just, God. like, right there in front of Ben and Jerry's. And it's so peaceful. And all of a sudden, like, you, you, you're, you like, if, if I was anyone in that vicinity just eating an ice cream, and then all of a sudden you hear, like, <laughs> and, like, this, like, dubstep beatboxing. And then, like, they turn around and it was, like, not matching the vibe <laughs> of the environment. So I would be, like, I was, like, a nuisance at first. But I, like, learned what worked with people. I learned what, what they connected with. And I started, like, just kind of chiseling down my show. And then I found a loop station uh, a couple years into it. And then I just realized once I did it, like... I could just, it just opened the door to being able to isolate each sound and, and build like tracks and everything like that. And then eventually I just, it got to a point where I didn't need to street perform anymore. And I just was doing well with it and booking gigs and <clears throat> had some music synced in some movies and then, and then started building more of like a professional brand around it. Yeah. I mean, I love music. I mean, tell me you love music. Yeah. Clearly. Th this is going to sound insane but i i seen you in downtown Burbank. now it makes sense oh my god i lived in Burbank for five years oh gosh so cool. i yes i th that's insane yeah man that was me down there let me ask either both of you because we all end up in our careers where there's moments where we're like i don't know if this is for me like i've had them where like like ah, fuck it i don't know if i'm like cut out for this like i still like have moments where i like get in panic do you guys ever remember and the difference though is like you guys are performing or entertaining and then it's also contingent on the audience or people essentially going yeah yeah right do you remember any moments that were devastating for you when you were like performing where it hit that insecurity where you like were like oh man that was rough. i think nothing is more like nothing's more defeating than all of the effort that goes into putting a show together and then the curtain opens and there's like three people there like that's the that's that's hard that's the hardest thing 
for me for being a performer is because then you can't get mad at the three people that showed up. Like they don't get a half-ass show for showing up, but having to like really make the effort. What was the show that happened? One of my old bands, we, we were touring with The Used, which is, was like one of my favorite bands. Ooh. And like they were selling everything out and, and like their fans showed up early and they were crazy. And so we booked a couple headlining shows like on days off in between. And it was the first one, like two people showed up and it was like, oh, can we, can we go back to the used, <laughs> you know, but like those two people were stoked. Like the one guy filmed the entire thing and he was like going crazy. The video has to be terrible. And, but you know, what did you like? What's, what's your thought when you went through that? Were you like, I don't know if this is, did you ever have moments where you're like, God, is this for me? Like, am I doing the right? Like it was, I mean, it was just like, I think it was more of like a, like a, just, I don't know. It was like a, wow, nobody cares. Like, yeah. What do we do wrong? Hmm. You know? And then in hindsight, you know, it's like, you got to promote the show. <laughs> Usually sells, you know what I mean? Like, sense. you know, Yeah. but yeah, at the time it's, you're just like, fuck. Nobody wants to see this. That makes sense. When I worked a lot with bands and tours, the managers would always like, they would be in an arena, for example, that could fit like 10,000 people. And let's say like 2,500 showed up. Yeah. Literally the curtains would just, they'd move around the whole entire arena yeah. to make it look as filled as possible. They'd turn off the, the lights on top. Yeah. They'd move the stage. They'd do whatever they could because as an entertainer, it doesn't feel good when you put so much work into something and people yeah. don't show up. How about for you? I mean, like, after a street performance for so like, I knew, like, every year was getting better and better and better. And Would better people better. give you, like, quarters? No, no. Like, I was, I mean, like, I was, the reason why I kept doing it was because I was making, like, six, seven, eight hundred dollars a day. Wow. Uh, selling yeah. merchandise, making fat tips. I used to do this thing where um, I'd pretty much stop the show and, like, I had this, like, this dialogue where I'd be like, if you guys drop a dollar or five... Thank you guys so much. That means a lot. It goes a long way. If you drop a 20, I love you. If you drop a 50, you sexy. But if you drop a $100 bill or your PIN number, you can take me home with you. <laughs> like everybody would crack up. It was just like this whole, it became this show. Stick. And yeah. And, and, and then like, I mean, going to downtown Burbank, like that's where I grew up. Yeah. And like, I can't even tell you how many times like people that I knew from high school growing up that I wasn't like close with. They didn't have any like obligation to be cordial with me. Like they would come up to me and they would be like, Oh, so you're still doing this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Yeah. And I'm all like, well, I mean, yeah, I'm still doing this, but like, you know, I paid off my first car when I was 19 years old and had my own place by the time I was 21. And I was like, I've been living on my own. Like that's how it was for me. So I didn't mind it. I knew at that point, like I was already invested in like, after each year of doing it and my numbers on social media were going up and like, I just had always new content to add to the show. Like it never was, but it, what was, what was the thing that like made me question like for the first time was when I, when I popped off on TikTok, and for the first time I got to actually feel the repercussions of publicly putting yourself on, on, on to a degree where there's like millions of people now watching you. And like the backlash that comes from that. That's like how I found if you. People, yeah. If people don't like what you're doing, rather than just caring about their day, carrying on with it, they'll make sure you know. Like, it's, yeah. If you don't, if you say something that somebody doesn't agree with, then they're gonna make sure you they, that you know for no reason that like they're gonna unfollow you, or this is the direct messages that come in, and it's just like. That was for me. Was like, all right, well, you know, like I'm not used to this, but that was the only moment that kind of made me question, like if it gets bigger, like how much could I really take? What's well, been the worst thing that someone's told you? Like why they're unfollowing you? <laughs> um, I posted a story about some dude pulling into, I was pulling into Panda Express parking lot and this dude had this huge pickup with Trump and uh, the United States flag, like just huge flags flying off the back. And uh, I noticed he was arguing with somebody and apparently the dude that was already in the parking space had cut him off when they were both trying to turn into the parking lot. And then they got into it. They got into a fight. And so I was on the phone with my mom. I was like, mom, I'm going to call you back. And uh, 
I, I, I went, I went in there and I was telling him, I was like, I asked him what, what, what had happened. And then he's like, this fucking asshole cut me off and blah, blah, blah. And, and, uh, like the political differences that ended up like, you know, and I, and I told him, I was like, look, dude, like there's so many things in this world that we can't control. You're never going to be able to control somebody's re- like actions or how, the, how they think. And so you literally sitting here like doing this, I told him to read my arm. And I have this tattoo. It says, God. Oh, wow. You were going, you were being a professor at this <laughs> Dude, point. I was like, You're God. like, this is like, you like came down from the clouds. You're like, but let me, worked. let me give the teaching. It fucking okay? worked. So it you worked. gave the teaching and then you shared it to your Instagram. And I shared it to my Instagram and then I, but I, ta- but well, I ended up going to Pan Express and then fucking the dude that was super pissed off ended up going. And he was just like, so mad at himself for, he was so mad at himself for allowing himself to listen to me. And like to convince him <laughs> that he doesn't need to be such an angry person and like you can't control things and like you just have to like let things go sometimes. And then it was just like the most disturbing, disgusting direct message I've ever received oh in my, my life God. that came from that. Like, like I, I had the chance to put my hands around your neck. Like I should have done something about it in that moment. Blah, blah, blah. Just like from him, from him. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Like I thought it worked. Once he was at home. I thought it worked. And, yeah. I, and then once. He like oh. time to settle in, and then he walked away from the situation. Oh, then okay. it was like, you know what I mean? Like it was a just just a really bad. No, sounds like an, an uh, sounds like it wasn't the opportunity to teach. <laughs> no, you <laughs> felt, but it felt like it. Felt At like one it, point, yeah. it was oh, like, no, trust me, I've helped a lot of people where suddenly like they'll come at me a certain type of way based upon whatever is going on with them, and it's like I've I have to keep my mouth shut at all times. Like I can't say anything also because i help people right so it's like i just keep my mouth shut and just take whatever's being said and that was hard for a while uh you know like when you're helping someone and then they all of a sudden you're like positioned a certain type of way but i'm i don't know i'm like a cockroach i'm like you gotta (laughs) take a lot to take this sucker down i'm a giant one you know six foot five and all one of the questions we've been asking now on this podcast is i'm gonna do an exercise with both of you and you're just going to look at, it's called the spheres, right? So I just want you to rate from one to 10. Tony, do we have paper and pen for them? Yes. Here, here's, here's a pen and paper. Do you both need one here? Okay. Do you have a pen for I can get one, yes. Beats? One second. Here's your pen. And by the way, we're going to have, you want to, you want to, by the end of this, we're going to have a song that comes together and this will all make sense. But, okay. Um, for now, what you want to do is rate from a one to 10. This area of your life, it's right in the paper, S-P-H-E-R-E-S. Wait. S, the word spheres, S-P-H-E-R-E-S. Okay. So, and this is where you're at today, right? So don't overthink it. Just right. You're going to scale it from a one to 10. The first S is how happy you are or content or at peace with your social life. One to 10. 10 being, I can't believe how great my social life is. One is, I can't stand it. Now, you may have no social life and you may be really happy. So you wouldn't put a one, you'd put like an eight or nine. Next is P, personal, which is your mental health, your anxiety, stress, um, comfort in your own skin, one to 10. H is health, could be physical health or your organs, health issues, back pain, whatever it is. Next E is for evolving. How much are you evolving, learning in your own life? R is relationships. Could be spouse, family, whatever comes to mind. And the last is for S, or no, then it's E for earnings, your income. Um, And the last one, spiritual development. How happy are you spiritually uh, currently in your life? So, um, anything stick out to either one of you on your list as well, bad or good? Well, I mean, let's just, why don't we just, what do you guys want to go over? What's good or just what the, the one that's the lowest score. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. I thought this number, like whatever number we have, like there's going to be like some sort of chart that's like tells you if you're fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, I don't know whether or not to do this accurately. <laughs> like what happens if I have two, it's like a two sevens quiz. in a row. <laughs> Yeah. So what, what was your, uh, lowest kind of category and what were your category? Well, just go through your list. Health. Health was, was lowest. What'd yeah. you rate it? 
Four. Okay, what was your highest? Uh, spirituality. Okay, how about you, Jordan? I had a few. I, mine, were, I, mine were pretty high. I'm a pretty happy guy right now. Okay. Um, I had eights for the first three. And then I ten were uh, the E and the R. I don't remember what they were. The relationships and the... What yeah. was the lowest one? One of the first three? Yeah. Okay, cool. So for you, it's health. For you, it's like you're pretty rocking happy. Well, the first S was social life, right? Social life, yeah. I, w- I, w- I will make that one. I'd make that one a seven instead of an eight. That's my lowest. Because of COVID and everything. Else, and yeah. It's, and yeah. Watch the pen click. Do it? No, don't, don't, don't. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that pen clicks drive me crazy. Even at cast, like when I go, my executive director will be clicking the pen. I'll be like, dude, I can't even pay attention to that click. I just, <laughs> I'll stare at the finger. I'll see, is he going to press it? Like even you doing it? Oh, man. It's like one of my few things where I'm like, oh. Good to um, know. I'm going to remember that. Yeah. So all of a sudden, yeah. you guys are just yeah. the clicking pens in front of me all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, and I have one person who works for me who literally, he doesn't even realize it. He comes in with his pen in every single meeting he does it. And it's like an anxious thing. <laughs> I'm going to get one of those six ones. Sorry. Right. We got social six. life. We got health. Those are kind of the two areas of improvement that we're looking at. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Then we're going to table that because we're going to use this as part of the song that we create. But okay. We're not quite there yet. I just want to talk a little bit. Jordan, you just got married and Box of Beats is proposing this week. So I, I would love to hear about how you propose to Morgan because Box of Beats is proposing this Friday, is it? This Saturday. Saturday. Wow. Congrats. Yeah, thanks, man. Awesome. You too. Thank you. <laughs> uh, how did I, I propose? Um, I like I went through like two different options. I like I was going to do the big like flowers everywhere that whole thing. And then this just kind of not our style together, me and Morgan. And so, um, her best friend was in town and, um, she, so she was already pregnant. And so she kept making this joke about me just being her baby daddy. And, um, and so me and her best friend started really like egging that on and kind of pushing her buttons, which is kind of easy to do. And so we just like got her to wear she finally kind of got mad, got mad at, about us teasing her about it. And, um, I just like walked out of the room and she was like, where the fuck did he go? What, what, what's going on? And I came back with the ring and I was like, well then why don't you be my wife instead? Oh, yeah. so you purposely were trying to create. Yeah. We cranked her up. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And so not in like a mean way, but like kept getting her more yeah, frustrated. Yeah, yeah. So like she didn't we, expect it. Yeah, exactly. And so, uh, I waited until like she was just irritated enough and I walked out of the room and she, in hindsight, she said she thought I was like mad that she kept bringing it up. And, uh, yeah, I just came back. I had the, I had the ring in my backpack for like three days around her. And she was like, I was wondering why you were just like, you know, <laughs> never Spiegel putting that fucking thing down. Yeah. Because like, there was a, you know. <laughs> and how long had you known her before? I mean, how long were you dating? Um, not long, but we dated, 10 years ago. Oh, there's no judgment. I mean, no, I, I'm t- I know people, me, I know people have been together, ten, like yeah. knew each other for like 20 years. Their marriages are nightmares. Yeah, you, so, yeah, judge, you know. If you want to judge, that's fine. Um, but I, I don't care. I mean, some judge aroni. <laughs> We're happy. I, I, don't, I don't care. Um, no, we, uh, we dated probably, um, seven months, seven months. And how long have you been dating your girlfriend? Since June of last year. So, about the 10 months, maybe? Yeah. And where's your girl live? Brazil. She lives in Brazil. Yep. And she will be coming back. Don't tell the border, but. Don't tell what? She'll be, don't tell the border, but <laughs> she'll be coming back with me the 26th of this and, month. And so you met her in Brazil? No, she lived in London when I met her. We worked on an app. We worked for an app together. And uh, it was like the week before I was leaving that that app and uh and then we ended up just connecting and staying in touch and then talked so for like, a while how, long, how many so you worked on the app for how many months i was on the app for a year and a half oh so you've known her for a year and a half no i just i literally met her the week i was leaving out of there and how many times have you hung out i went to go visit her in london for a month in november and then December, right before the second strain hit the UK and, and Europe, 
uh, like maybe four days, she moved back home to Brazil. Uh, she was originally just going for the holidays, but she ended up staying there. And then I went to Brazil the last week of January and I stayed there for a month again. And then, yeah, that's where I'm, that's where I, I obviously I got to see where she grew up. See where, like, How are you proposing? Uh, well, so I know this is crazy. I haven't proposed yet, but we already have the wedding planned out. Like everything's booked. <laughs> she uh, does too? She knows everything. Yeah. Everything. So because she's not from it's here. Tony, you look like you're in shock. Yeah. That's be- crazy. Yeah. Because she's not from here. Like she has a visa. Why, why, why do you say that's crazy? Uh, that's because I mean, I'm what in, in August, I'm going to be with my guy for two years officially and we dated for five months tony wouldn't post um his relationship online for one year it was a commitment so like his (laughs) boyfriend's family was like why are you never posting yeah uh, photos of of you know to to me it's like to propose i'm like i see myself like if that ever comes like for like another like two years so you're like four years before yeah like four years i mean we would have to live with each other for two years before we even you know get engaged that's yeah. crazy, but what, what, I mean, if you don't mind me asking, what makes, like, what's, like, the, like, the feeling of wanting to get married so, like, fast? It was a combination of two things. I've been asked this a lot, so I'm prepared for this. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, he had the two fingers <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, for the first time in my life, the way I feel about somebody, it's like, Anyone who's talked, I mean, she FaceTimes with my family. I'm not even there. My friends, like everyone, she's very much involved in my day to day. And uh, it's like long distance wasn't really that big of an issue for us because it was just, we enjoyed it so much, like each other's presence, right? But for the first time, like she's such a light and she's so, it's it's like such a flawless energy to me that I actively think to myself, like, I'll be talking to her and I'll conversate. And it's just, I can't even count how many times it's happened where, like, the only thing I'm thinking as I hear her speak is, like, I'm looking at her smile and, like, I can't ever ruin that. Like, I can't ever be, I need to be a better person. I need to be a better man. I need to be the best person I could possibly be so that this light in front of me never, like, goes down, never dims. Like, I just, I love seeing it too much. And I've never felt that way about anybody. Like I used to have very toxic behaviors and I used to like, you know, when you're younger and, and, and you're learning as you get older, like your own toxic behavior and like toxic masculinity and all this other stuff. And, and, uh, so that was one thing. It was like the first time I ever genuinely felt like that and actively kept thinking to myself, like, I'm never going to break your heart. Like I don't ever want to break your heart. And then number two is when my dad had his heart attack last year and it just gave me this new perspective of like since you're never guaranteed and like you're constantly only able to live in the moment like no matter what it's not not your choice um never let the fear of time dictate uh like the course of your life gotcha okay well it sounds sounds like you're in love with her and you see her as the woman of your dreams and you're like this is um this has happened so so she knows you're going to propose and she, you guys are planning the wedding we are and it's planned it's planned it is planned. Planned. planned from valet to brazilian catering to everything and where's the wedding going to be we got a private estate up in malibu like north north Sick. north end of malibu close to like ventura county and then she'll become a citizen once you marry uh we can apply for citizenship yeah so she'll be here for a while but the reason why we're I going swear, to that's what I, whenever I go to Brazil, I go there a lot. Right. Yeah. You guys know, I like, I love Brazil. So I swear. Like I'm, I'm like this close to like flying back with someone and marrying them. <laughs> so <laughs> like they've it's got, they're ridiculous. different out there. They're different. It literally, I, you're like in this time warp and like all of a sudden I'm like, and then I'm picturing like, like I wanted to live in Brazil for a summer. I, I, I literally met someone in Brazil and I was so into them and they spoke no English. Which is ridiculous, but we would like use translator and stuff that I started taking Portuguese lessons and like mm-hmm. I took lessons and then it was just way too complicated. I was like, that is such a complicated <laughs> language a to learn. Language. I'm like, love isn't even going to get me to learn this freaking language. It's a hard one. But like Jordan's last song, her essentially 
in in you're posting stuff about it and as you're talking about box of beats it's about the woman of your dreams the woman that you can't live without the most special yeah. person in your life and um uh you know it's it's got to be an amazing feeling for both of you to to be it's the coolest feeling in the world in that well now I mean? second coolest feeling in the world because now I'm a, now i'm a dad that's the coolest feeling in the world nice that's like terrifying too but <laughs> but in the best way yeah. yeah. So why don't we, I mean, first, but we haven't gotten to see kind of box of beats. We heard her when we were coming on the podcast and then, um, I feel like it would be, we should create a song, uh, called him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this is like an exclusive for our band of the four of us, right? Like we, I don't know what we call our, our name. This may be the only time we perform. So this is pretty rare. I don't know if we need an NFT card or something for this, but <laughs> like, are they cards or NFT? Are they cards? Yeah. Like I'm, digital I'm, cards. Have you I'm seen still those? learning? I don't NFT is basically buying digital assets. I get it. But do you get a card for it? Uh, I don't think you actually get it. <laughs> I'm a card carrying NFT member. Yeah. Yeah. And the like, yeah, like the meme girl, the one of the, the sold for $500,000, the photo of her with a burning house. Oh yeah. You saw nuts, that? Nuts. 500,000. 500,000. The digital image sold. So she, someone bought the rights to that image that her parents took. And she got, and they got $500,000. Like Khabib Norgamadoff or whatever, the UFC champ has NFT cards. And like the most expensive one's $300,000. And people are making it, like we can make an NFT of our group. We literally make an exclusive off this podcast. We, we can all <laughs> share the... The dividends of it. But what, first, I think we need to figure out what is the name of our group? BJ's um, MTs. What? BJ's MTs. Sounds dirty. I like Brandon, it. Brandon. I'm in. Jordan. Mike. Tony. BJMT. BJMT. Okay, I yeah. like it. Okay. It's got like a 90s thing to it. I mean. <laughs> it yeah. It's almost like no vowels. You know, it's, 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 it's really. I think. Wait. No, there are and no vowels. It makes sounds yeah. vowels. There's no vowels. Yeah, that was right. A yeah. M T. So do you like BJMT or no vowels? Could be Mount BJ too. <laughs> Mount BJ is not bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, BJMT. Which one do you want? Okay, so the, let's just talk about the options. You know, obviously. TJMB need... sounds kind of nice. TJMB. What are some of the band names you've been in? Join. Oh, jeez. Fish Exotic. <laughs> Nothing. Like there is no regret. Like former band names. Tell me. Um, my first one was the upside, which was like, I don't know. It sounds kind of, yeah, it almost feels like the upside feels like very like, um, we I don't know, like I'm going to spritz my face before yeah. I leave the house. We weren't that happy. Yeah. <laughs> when I find everything about you, it's the upside. Wow. We, 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 we should have had him around. So you had the upside, then the upside, then possibly the worst one, and I didn't name it. Was city comma state, and you had you said the word comma. There was city comma state. Yeah, I I have the logo tattooed on me, which I was about to ask that too. Do you have any of your band names or logos tattooed Uh, on you? All of them? No, just that one. Let me see that. Where is it? It's on my hip. I'll show you. And then uh, stars and stereo, which is pretty terrible really and, into these like blank and blank yeah comma, the comma, like, <laughs> like right yeah exactly like, okay so and you then, had stars uh, and ships was it stars and stereo stars and ships probably would have been better stars and stereos and then uh hundred handed that was the last one you didn't like that one either i was all right with that one that was your favorite yeah and then now it's just me which i can't really complain about because it's my name so you really think, I mean, this is a big decision that we're making. I mean, what if this does take off? I'll be committed right. to this for like the next 25 minutes. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Nice. At least. <laughs> With that, I mean, just put a mill and get 250 each. NFT, we're easy. Yeah. yeah. BJMT. So, BJMT. 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 I mean, that K- those yeah. K-pop groups, what are they? like? Uh, yeah, exactly. BTS? Yeah. BJMT. And we have four letters in ours. Okay. Yeah. What's right, better so than three, half the people? Four. So basically the lyrics of her are talking about how you're the woman of my dreams and all that. So I feel like we need like, you know, the homo version and right. the one called him. Um, just to kind of you're get gonna, our juices. You realize flow. you're going to have to be the lead singer of this. 
He's been. Oh no 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 no! He's been practicing. No, I'm producing. He's been practicing. No no no! I'm producing. No. He practiced at my house the other day. I'm producing. Hold on. Let me let me try her. We're gonna play her by Jordan McGraw to get inspiration, right? Yeah. Because this is the the version. Here we go. So it's like this. Can you start off? Can you make that to start so we get that beat? You only you want to hear more, or you just want that to start? I think I got it. You got it. Let's try it. But, but now we got to, okay, BGMT. So the first one, because it's got to go into order. That's like our thing as a band where like you do the first verse because you're B. Then it goes to the J, the BJ. Um, so. so I go first? So yeah, you come up with a lyric. Okay. And so hold on, Tony. But by the way, this is like a love song for your man because you may propose to him like next month <laughs> and you may change your fucking policy. Don't, don't let, of don't let two time. Years. Fuck that. Two years. No. Fuck that. Tony, what's uh -huh. the spirit of this hymn song? I'm not dating anyone right now. You are. What's the spirit of it? What's the essence? Uh, the spirit is um, embodying the. No, the, what, what really makes a man a man? Let's just do that. Ooh, what wow. makes a man a man? What makes a man a man? Okay, right, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, and you know what? You know what I'm thinking too. Hold on, we'll get to we'll get to my line. I'm too excited. <laughs> I'll wait till my line happens. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. What makes a man a man? I'm looking at you, looking at you, looking at you, looking at you, doing your thing, and I can't help but think all the joy that you bring. Right. Yeah. Wow. Right now, your next mic. No, J. No, it's all. It's BMJT. BJ. It's BMJT. Um. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I just need a sec. I need to before I get into it. I just need a second. Can I go on it at any time? You want me to see my part over again and then go right into you? No, no, I'm very comfortable with your part. Okay. I, I'm soaking it in. All right, enjoy. I give up my health, social life for you. You do it right. You do it right. You do it right. Ouch. You do it right. You do it right. Can we hear where we're at so far? <laughs> I just, I'm just... I mean, all. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. That was, you you should... You, this... this no, you've got a future in this. It's a hand off, hand off, hand off. Where are we at so far? Can we hear it? We, oh, we, well, we're not recording any of oh, the, we're not the rec vocals into it yet. Oh, we're just practicing. We're just practicing. Then just, we, we put the vocals the in. Yeah, down. I need a better. Vo give me some vocal lessons, would you? Uh, yeah, everything you just did. Mm -hmm. It's just, perfect. Just keep doing it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, I already like, did my okay, line. Wait, have, though. Has you everyone guys seen whose line is it anyways? Huh? Whose line is it anyways? Oh yeah. Okay. I love that. Let's let's just yeah. Like I'll say a word, like a lyric or, or a sentence, and yeah. then you go into it, and then you go into it, and then you go into it. You know what I'm saying? Like we all just. Well, it just it. happened to what we just did. It's it's, it's still here. <laughs> is this our first group fight? I've been looking at you, looking at you, looking at you, doing your thing. And I can't help to think the joys that you bring. Give up social life and your health. I love you so much, man. All right. Now you're waiting on me, waiting on me, waiting on me, waiting on me. Give you rings. You're gonna get that ring. Yeah. Sword fight, sword fight, sword fight. <laughs> Sword fight all night. 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 
Why is this better than my version of the song? Under the covers. Ooh, good. Yeah. Okay. So we got some lines. So now Tony, wow. And this is really like, this is such a powerful moment in your is life. It? He's got this. The lights he's just went lights. down. Feel more I think I need to hear uh, one spotlight. Oh, wow. He's adjusting. He's adjusting. Oh, yeah. I should use the good mic. Yeah. We're about to have a moment. This is like just before the first commercial break on our behind the music. But the camera can't see you, Tony. Oh, oh there we go. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Whatever comes to mind. Here we go. All right. Him. Strong hands, full beard, six feet tall. I like that. Dating profile. He likes that. <laughs> he likes that. Oh, he likes that. <laughs> oh, you're not done. I'm not done yet. Take me out. You could pay. I could pay. That's fine. Can't get you pregnant. <laughs> can't get him pregnant. No, we can't get him pregnant. Can't get him pregnant. Sword fight. Sword fight. Sword fight. Sword fight. Sword fight. So do you have the mix now? We could hear it. Oh, the lyrics? Yeah. No. Oh, we didn't add them? No, we can't record the lyrics. It's non-fungible. Yeah, it's non-fungible. What does that mean? I thought that's what NFT is. <sighs> but are it's we recording on that It can't end. be funged. Oh, yeah, they're, they're recording. Oh, we did. Okay, cool. Okay, there so we, we got it. it. So cool, we have it. Yeah, I'm not recording in here. Though. So we got our song. Oh, we have our It's band. there, yeah, it exists. Okay. We have the summer hit. Sword fight. I love I that. I actually feel like that I would actually that. be a Sword thing. fight all yeah. night. Sword, sword fight, fight all night, night. I feel like sword no one has ever come up with that lyric. And we can get like a like a we can get like a like a cardi in here. Oh yeah. Sword I want us to a fight every single time. Ooh. I want to put it where you know it feels right. Ooh, my name is Cardi. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We can totally get Cardi in this one too. Yeah. Yeah, I think we can yeah, get dude. her. This fire, man. Caller, you've got her number, right? No. I'm sure, I'm sure we can get it, though. I'm sure we know someone who knows someone who's yeah. connected. But it is, you know, it is interesting, if you think about it, that so many love songs, I mean, times are changing a little bit, but they are really like her. They're about her or her singing about him. True. Have right? you heard of Milo? Yeah. Milo, M-Y-Y-L-O? Milo no. music? No. Oh, he's... <laughs> Makes the best fucking songs. Really? About how he's fallen in love with men and just gets his heart broken. But yeah, it sounds a little too gay for me. No, he's <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Really? No, I gotta check it he's out. Co -wrote, just he's co-wrote most of my songs. So Tony, that is the song that you have <laughs> if you ever propose to your I was man. Walking you down the aisle, sword oh fight. Oh my god! <laughs> All night. <laughs> oh man, that's that was good. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can I ask him a question? Please, you guys ask away. So, so two years. Why did? Do, why does two years feel like an efficient number? Because it gives me enough time to like really just like see him for like you know just I don't know I just I feel like we need to live each other live with each other for two years because if we can't live with each other for two years then we can't get married. So like, how much time do you this. spend together though? Like how do you you don't live together now? No, but uh -huh. do you? How many times he'll do come you sleep at the same place? He'll come to my place and he'll spend like a week and then he'll go home for a week and then he'll come back for like another three or four days and then he'll go back home. 
So let me ask you this, because I, I I thought about this. I was like, okay, yeah, time frame, and we kind of put like a like a like a digit to a time frame to give us like that comfort, mm-hmm. of like when we can best make that judgment call. Two years ago from today, and two years ago from then, and two years ago before that, how many times did we have we gone through these these moments of like, all right? We have these increments of time where we're like, okay, if I had this and this and this at this time in my life, but when you go back another two years, it was something completely different. There's always something that was trying to be solidified to give us some sort of say sense of safety, like where we're going to be most prepared. But in this moment now, and two years ago in that moment, like, I still, I still feel as insecure about, not insecure, but as uncertain about my future that I did two years ago and then two years ago from then. So it's like, since it's always changing and everything's always unpredictable and there is no way to best guarantee, like that's what gave me the perspective of like, if I'm going, if I'm, if the only reason why I'm putting time and digits to like best suit when I feel like I'm ready for something and I know that all my life, I've never been ready for anything that came. It just ended up happening and I just did my best with it. That got me to believe like how much of my my life had I been living in, I don't want to say fear, but in, in safety. Tony's not paying attention. He's on his phone. Oh, I'm, He's taking notes. I'm asking her to see if the recording is still rolling on that end. I mean, you're basically the professor. You know what's going to happen later is you're going to get an Instagram message from Tony who's very upset. He's like, I had a chance to put my hands around your neck. I did it. It was going to be a very different kind of story. You know what I think it is? I think because you're you're, like, you're Latin like me. You're Hispanic. Mm -hmm. Like, like my friend was telling me, oh, dude, you're getting married. And but like, you're an artist, like you're a performer, like you're going to make money and like, you're going to go do things with your life, get a prenup. And I was like, you clearly have no idea how it works in like the Latin community. Yeah. We don't do prenups. <laughs> we, we get married and we're with that person for the rest of our life, whether we're happy or we're, we're not happy. Like we make it work. You know what I mean? Like that's just it in the, in the Latin community. It's true. There's no such thing as prenups, but like no. <laughs> all my life, my parents had made me had, had, had groomed me to believe that like you need to be, here, here, here to have this amount of safety. You need to feel this. You need to have this much time in. You have to put this much effort or whatever it is. And it's just something that we're like programmed to believe after a while. Yeah, no, for sure. But the only thing I do know is that, yeah, I was never ready for like 99% of the shit that happened in my life. I just yeah, you can't be because it. it hasn't happened yet. But I'm happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? As long as you're happy, that's all the only thing that you fucking I always thought. Really I always need. thought. Yeah, and I always thought, like, just think, I don't know why I riffed on this. I feel like gay people are God's way of birth control. Damn. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it's, Tony, if we were straight, I, I, like, I can't imagine how many babies I would have. Like, in general, like, in life, like, th- I feel like maybe it's, like, the spiritual's, like, um, for sure. direction for, like, birth control. Because I'm like, like, why not? Like, you, otherwise, we would be overpopulated. Well, oh. Yeah, but, I, but you would think differently if you, like... That's like a very not realistic if. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, you're saying if I was, if I wasn't. Yeah, you you are gay, right? So you approach things that way, right, right, right. But if you weren't, it's not like you would just yeah suddenly go babies. around having a bunch have of babies, a bunch of kids. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd be like, oh wait. I don't, yeah. I gotta be careful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're so right. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yes. not like, oh, I didn't put two and two together in that. I was arena. trying to say that without making a sexual innuendos. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. And I, and I was just talking to my friend this morning over breakfast about this too. Like, that's a weird conversation to have over breakfast. Not this. Not, oh. not <laughs> What if Michael was Hear not me gay? out. Hear me out. <laughs> but, um, like, so often when we look at relationships, we're like, we think about what we're investing, what we're doing. Like if we end the relationship, what am I losing? What have I lost? What have I lost invested? But like at the end of the day, like everything we do, it all comes back to us. Like even trying to do something for our partner in the end, like we know it makes them feel good and it makes them happy, but like we get pleasure. Yeah. And it's for us knowing that we were able to provide happiness for some. So it's like, 
knowing that no matter what you do, even if it goes wrong, you can like pull a lot from it and like you can be able to take a lot from it and everything is essentially benefiting you in the long run, then it just makes that fear like kind of like dissolve. Well, let me, let me ask you, um, is there, which is just, I'm just thinking like the music and all that, like, is there a song for all of us that when you hear it makes you just feel like that same love that you have for your relationship or like, was that song played at your wedding? Do you have a song that you've already planned to be played at your wedding? Like, I get, I mean, I, I associate songs to specific memories as opposed to like a specific, like nostalgia. Almost. Yeah. So like, like we make a playlist that plays through our house all day and we just keep adding growing and growing and growing it. And so like, you know, when like the first song that we put on the playlist, when we got into the house, starts playing i always think of like you know it makes me vividly remember that day like coming into the house for the first time the speakers are working so we put a song on you know song doesn't necessarily what song did you guys dance to at the wedding we didn't because we got married oh yeah i forgot we we had like the ultimate covid wedding and we weren't gonna like just slow dance in front of my parents were at your wedding 10 that was like the rule so it was just 10 of us and our the uh the like officiator was on an iPad. So we had an iPad on a pedestal. No way. Yeah. We had like a ton of flowers, like a whole flower wall and like flowers on the ground. But the flower guy had to come in before we were, any of us were there and like his team was small and they had to do it all. And then they left and then we can't, you know, gosh, but I guess that's probably in hindsight though, I would do it that way. But you couldn't. Ten if it wasn't. But, yeah. the, but it's actually because, brilliant because yeah. you have an excuse. I didn't have to not worry to put about on yeah. a huge wedding. Yeah. Because like I get I get anxiety. Even when I have like more than 10 people in my house. Yeah, exactly. Like making sure everyone's comfortable. Yeah. And, and now the the best part is like I'm saying this and he's about to have a wedding. <laughs> but uh like no huge wedding it would be awesome. But the coolest thing about what we did is now we just get to have a huge party. So at some point when everything's like cool, we're just going to have like a raging party and nice. maybe I'll wear a tuxedo for it. I don't know. Right. Just to you re-celebrate know? it with friends. Yeah, exactly. But the pressure's off. We already cut that cake. We don't need to make a bunch of toasts. Right. We don't need to do that And thing. does she love that too? Yeah. She's stoked that this yeah. is the way it turned out. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have a song at your wedding planned for the two of you? The one song that connected us, like, it was like the first song that we both... The first song that we both mutually agreed was like a beautiful song that we both really enjoyed listening to was Put Your Head on My Shoulders. Put your head yeah. on my... And so, I mean, that's the first time I went out to London to visit her. I, I mean, like I, I live stream and stuff like on TikTok and everything. So I brought all my shit with me, like my full iMac computer and I have my whole rig and everything. <clears throat> but I brought everything and I brought headphones and I gave her like a private concert, basically like she, she like the first time we she heard my music on the app she she was just like infatuated she thought it was the coolest thing she's ever seen and so she's so you played that private concert card to seal the deal seal the deal <laughs> like she loved it uh and then i did that rendition i did that song like i built that whole song on the loop station and then i basically did this like improv like love song for her just pretty much saying I was like so happy to be there with her and we were like it was my first time in London and I was like you know she's the most beautiful partner to kind of travel around here with and just to improvise a song and then my back was turned to her like I told her to lay down on the couch and I was sitting on the couch and so like my and then I, I just turned around and then like she's like crying like with her eyes closed and I was like, so that's the song that we're going to be playing at our wedding that we're walking down the aisle to. My friend's going to do an acoustic version and play the guitar and sing to it. That's nice. cool. That's awesome. I got to ask, Mike, since we're talking about weddings and, uh-huh. and you know, marriage, and do you see yourself getting married anytime soon? I don't. No. Mm-mm. Ever? It's not a desire. Probably not. I don't, I don't have a, um, like... Could it? I mean, if I was with someone and it was so important to them, then okay, cool. 
Um, <laughs> like, I guess it I'll do makes this thing. So much like, enthusiasm. Yeah. Well, because it's kind of to me, I'm just kind of like, like, you know, it's it's just kind of. I don't. If for me, I just. It's not. I have never romanticized a wedding. So like. If anything, I'm like, oh, I got to get my family out. And like, <laughs> what friends am I going to ask to go? And like, am I going to offend so-and-so because I don't invite him and they see someone, someone else there. And like, I don't want people to feel hurt. Like I'm more like that than <laughs> focused on. You can elope. Yeah, we could. I just don't know. Um, maybe one day. I mean, you also want kids. I don't really want kids. Yeah. You don't want kids at all. huh? Yeah. I'm just kind of like, you're going to find your, you're going to find the person. That but I don't need, but, I'm, but what I'm saying is I don't actually feel like a quiet desperation or like, no, no, I'm like, saying you're going to find the person that's on that same frequency. That, 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 yeah. That sees like the same the question way. all the time. People always be me like, why are you single? Or, that's a little weird. You're a life coach and you're not like in a relationship and like do it, you know, like I've had primarily from straight people who have had this idea because it's like embedded in like whatever culture. Um, like I remember even one time in business, the person was like, well, it's kind of weird. You're not in a relationship. And like, and I was like, what? And, and I also don't, but you've also know there's been people I've been like I brought guys around you Jordan like we yeah. went to dinner with like someone I was dating. It was so cute. I still talk to him. <laughs> but I love like when I'm dating someone, I'm never ever thinking. Maybe it's because there's also he was cool. huh? He was cool. He's I, cool. Right? I knew that wasn't gonna be a thing. You knew? Yeah, you could tell. Yeah, but he's cool. We're still friends. Yeah. And um Wait, how I could think, you tell? How could you tell that it wasn't gonna be a thing? Did yeah, you just like there there was no like negativity around it. It was mm. just like, you could just kind of tell they weren't on the same frequency. It wasn't like, oh, you know, energy. Yeah. yeah, we have different energy. I love them, but like we're, but like it's, uh, I think women drive unless a guy is like a real romantic. I mm. feel like the feminine energy or you women will never meet a bigger simp than me. I know, no, I know you're, I'm saying, <laughs> but that's that, that's not the norm. No, definitely. like the norm is the woman going, when are we playing the, like my friend just proposed and literally his girlfriend, as soon as they proposed was like, all right, we need to plan the wedding. You do now though, because so yeah. many places are rented out due to COVID. Yeah. But they're already planning it like the next week. Whereas traditionally you would propose. Yeah. And then it would give you plenty of time before you'd actually go get married. Yeah, so I think in my opinion, there's more of a drive from like a, a female. I don't know about that. Morgan and I were on the, like we were on the exact same page about it. Yeah, but you got, I don't think that's the norm. Maybe not. I, don't, I think I, it depends on where you are too. I think maybe, yeah, because LA, I mean, shoot anywhere outside yeah. of LA and you're fucking, yeah. you got people like, hey, you want to get married? Get married. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. We're all rapping. Right, right. Yeah, maybe it's the people I'm around. I can envision for you, it's like two things. One, uh -huh. someone's going to come around that like you never expected could completely change your perspective uh -huh. and take you by surprise. Or two, you're going to find someone who's energetically on that same path as you, who thinks about life the same way, who doesn't need all that stuff, who just, someone like the companion that you can just share the rest of your experience in life with. Well, that's what they are, right? Like, at a certain point, it's Without your best. Friend. If they're on the exact same page, you're not going to get married anyway, though, because they'll be on the same page. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're gonna there, there's going to be someone who's got who's not who like sees it the same way, who doesn't need to be married, who doesn't want kids, right? Who just share the experience in life with. Yeah, or I could I could end up with someone where it's very important to them to get married, and then if it's very important to them because it's not that. It sounds ridiculous, I'm you, I'm but I would be like, all right, cool. I know for them it's really important. <laughs> So like, I could be like that. It's just what I'm saying is I don't have those like desires. Yeah. And, and that's, that's to anyone who does, they want, they trust me. It's they like, want the it's, other person to be as they're strong. Gonna want, yeah. They're going to want the person to feel the same way about yeah. it that yeah. they do. Not yeah. like you're just like, doing something. I don't think you're going to get tricked into a wedding. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the store. Like a, like a flash mob, like know, a right? flash wedding. Yeah. No, but listen, we've talked a lot, we talked about music, we talked about uh, 
you know, you guys going through the spheres, what got you into music, your history with music. We create our first uh, song. Did we come out with a song name for that? Is it called him. Sword Fight? Him. him. Or, or Sword Fight. Oh, it's him. It's, it's him, parentheses, Sword Fight. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and that is the, the band name. One more time is BTJM. BJMT. BJMT. That's right. It's like kind of a new band name thing where like you get to move the letters around however you want. You know, it's like a, yeah. it's like a choose your own adventure. Yeah, band for name. sure. Thank you guys for coming in. Resin DJ box of beats, Jordan McGraw. Where's the best place for people to find you guys? Everywhere. All the usual. All, the all the usual. Check out yeah. Jordan's new music video for her. It's awesome. Uh, it's H E R Jordan McGraw box of beats is everywhere. Performing at festivals Just peel now. Back your shower curtains. Yeah. I'll be in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where I found and, it. And, uh, beats. and then, yeah, we'll check back in uh, with you, Box of Beats, in a few months when you come back to DJ with us after you've already proposed. He'll be ring, a married ring, man. Ring, ring, baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Woo. dude. Hey, and uh, don't forget to subscribe, download, always evolving, rate it. You can even rate it poorly, but just rate it. You know, it would help me out if you rate it well. If you don't but, like it, lie. Yeah, lie. Just lie about it if you don't. And also, uh, I have a free empowerment group every Tuesdays, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Go to CoachMikeBear.com. And until next time, keep it magical. Thank you. The Always Evolving with Coach Mike Bear podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as a replacement or substitution for any professional, medical, financial, legal, or other advice, diagnosis, or treatment. This podcast does not constitute the practice of medicine or any other professional service. The use of any information provided during this podcast is at the listener's own risk. For medical or other advice appropriate to your specific situation, please consult a physician or other trained professionals.